0: Welcome to the Grow Your Practice Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Welcome to the Grow Your Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Madden. This week, I wanted to share with you a recording from a recent webinar that I hosted. To get access to the slides and videos of this recording, you can visit getbreakthrough.com forward slash resources. Remember, this was a training hosted with a live audience, so there are real-time questions and answers that I think you will find valuable. Without further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy this episode. So in our time together here, what we're going to cover today is how to get more patience, and in particular, we're going to uh, do this with thinking about how you can do this with less effort. And the, when we talk with owners, one of the, the most common things that they'll talk about is I, I finally just, I'm looking for consistency and we'll talk about, uh, the phenomenon that happens there. But, uh, before we get rolling here, I want to introduce you to, uh, the breakthrough co-founder here, Carl Mattiola. Welcome here to the webinar, Carl. Awesome. And, uh, just. Just to give you a little bit of background on Carl. um, When we met nearly 10 years ago, um, Carl was the head of online sales at Tesla Motors, um, and he had been at Johnson and Johnson and three other Silicon Valley startups. And um, he'll tell you, he'll fill in the gaps more for you here in a little bit. Um, But he very much is a marketing genius, and you'll see that as we spend our time together here. So. The big question that we're going to be addressing in our time together here is how can you finally get consistent with your marketing? And in particular, producing a steady flow of new patients coming in um, without you feeling like you're, you're having to reinvent the wheel every single week or every single month. And uh, here's what typically happens. Wow, this would be amazing if it's a Hershey Park roller coaster. But uh, so you. You know, as a practice owner, the lifeblood of your business is you. You need more new patients, so you launch a few marketing campaigns. Maybe you send out an email. Maybe you send out uh, a, a newsletter, a patient newsletter, physician newsletter. Um, you get some referrals, or you get some new patients coming in. You do some online marketing, right? Uh, and you you have an influx of new patients. Well, for most of us now, we focus on treating, or we focus on uh, looking at the other infrastructure. Maybe we have a billing issue that needs to be addressed or a financial issue. We get caught up in that. And then what happens to our marketing? It completely shuts off, right? Or um, or worse yet, we, we actively do it. And uh, so we get busy treating, we get busy with our business, and we stop marketing. And then that leads to the cycle repeating itself. And now we need more new patients again. Ideally, what we want to have happen here is we have consistency with our marketing. So we're attracting more new patients um, that are signing up for a full plan of care. We follow up on leads, any potential patients, um, whether they are from referral sources or whether they're responding to our online or offline advertisements, right? And we nurture those leads. Um, We're looking at metrics. We're measuring what's going on and we know where... Our funnel is leaky, and where we're uh, very efficient, and we're doing well, and we hire confidently, and are able to expand our practice with, and we're also doing this profitably, right? What does that allow us to do? It allows us to go buy more market share, and consistently attract more new patients. And just as a quick aside, uh, very real confession: I remember this story early on. Um, this is like year maybe two for us, and uh, at for me in private practice. And, uh, I was on that roller coaster that was on the previous slide and I literally walked in and this is right when we had started patient newsletters for the first time. Um, we were dabbling in, uh, email marketing. I didn't really know what I was doing yet. Probably still don't, uh, Carl will fill in the gap for you on that. Um, but anyhow, we, we started to get this huge influx of new patients. We even had a waiting list and we were that it was myself a pta and we were well over 120 visits a week and i was working way too many hours um trading. and i remember walking in um on a monday morning and i i said to debbie who was working at the front desk i said just shut everything down like no more marketing no more anything and it was absolutely brutal today this is more of what we have going on It—it it is literally life-changing it's transformative When you have this in place, when you can confidently go forward with your marketing systems in place, you can expand, you can buy more space, you can hire more clinicians and expand your practice. It's really valuable. And again, it'll transform your life. So in our time together here, we will go through some introductions. Um, For those of you that are just hopping on the call now, we'll talk about what gets in the way. Typically, Um, we'll Uh, talk about how you can get more patients with less effort that Carl's going to walk you through that. And we're going to talk about uh, something called patient demand. And then we'll have time for Q&A here at the end. For those of you that are just hopping on two ways you can interact with us. One is the chat box. So um, just to make sure that's working. If any, if the marketing roller coaster resonated with you, And you've done that uh, ever, just say yes in the chat box so we know that you're listening and you're here. Great. Thank you. And then uh, you can also interact with us in the Q&A. So if you have a question for Carl as he's going through here, make sure you ask that uh, in in that that questions tab. Great. So Ashley, Kimberly, Naseem, Kia, thank you. Great. Uh, and this online training is brought to you by breakthrough and what we're about. We'll talk about it here in terms of mission purpose here, but we, we help practice owners grow their practice in particular, conservative care. So physical therapy, um, chiropractic care, podiatrist, naturopath, et cetera. If you're in conservative care, um, we're all about helping you. And, you know, if, if you take a look at the, our healthcare system right now, the healthcare system is backwards. Presently, we're spending, uh, this number is projected to be over $4 trillion right now, but $3.3 trillion in 2019, the most recent numbers that we have. And if you look at where those dollars are going, if you're following the money, 72% goes to pharmaceuticals, injections, surgery, diagnostic imaging. Much of that is deemed unnecessary within the literature. Less than uh, 10% of that money goes to all of conservative care, private practice, which includes PTOT and speech. So, really quickly um, within the chat, what percentage of that $12,000 per person per year, $1,000 per month, if you're here in the US, goes to physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech combined? What do you think that number is? Any guesses in the chat? Looking for a guess. Uh, $600, mostly PT. So of the $12,000, 2.6% goes to PTOT speech combined. Um, so $1,000 a month, um, that is roughly $26 per month going to physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech combined, less than $100 goes to all of conservative care, which includes dentistry, chiropractic care, podiatry, et cetera. And what percentage goes to injections, medications, surgery, diagnostic imaging, gave you that one 72%. So our goal is to help flip the pyramid, right? So put private practice, Um, In it's logical place. More conservative care, we end up with, uh, and research shows this again, more affordable health care for everybody. And also less, um, less unnecessary surgery injections, pharmaceuticals, and ultimately the side effects, death, opioid uh, pandemic or opioid epidemic that happened there as well. and. Yeah. Healthier people across the board. So, and the best way for us to do that is to work with practice owners just like you. And at this time, uh, Carl's going to walk you through, um, three big steps that you can take.
1: Well, I think this is the three things in the way. Um, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, uh, thanks Chad. Uh, thanks for painting a picture there. Um, big picture we're talking about getting consistent new patient flow here um, so that we can have consistent practice growth and why do we want to do that most of us want consistent practice growth so that initially we can relieve ourselves from you know if you have a smaller practice from from treating and so that when you you leave the practice to go on vacation um, remember that if you're still in this situation you um, the, the practice might, uh, crash and, and, and you, what you really want is, is to have consistent consistency so that that doesn't go away. Uh, if you decide to go on vacation at, at bigger levels, right? Like if you, if you've scaled and you've been able to, uh, you have multiple clinicians in your practice, um, you know, it, it, it will enable you to, to, to continue to, to grow and, and not have those months. Um, those, you know, everybody seems to, I would love for you to post in the chat. If you have, are there slow months that, that really, uh, kind of rock you, um, and really remove, uh, profitability from your practice. If that happens to you or has happened to you, um, love to know that in the chat, you can just type yes in there. Um, yeah. Um, so we want to have consistency so we don't have those slow months so that we do have, Uh, the profitability we want so that we can scale as well and, and, and hire more, uh, hire more PTs or OTs or clinicians, potentially even open more locations um, potentially, you know, uh, have a, have a nice exit. Right. Um, So those are the reasons why, but what's getting in the way of that. um, There's three things that I, in the last, I mean, I've been interviewing private practice owners for years I don't even know how many I've done at this point. Definitely more than a thousand. Um, but in the last, just in the last uh, three months, I've done, I think I'm up to like 31 now talking to 31 different practice owners. And this is the consistent theme um, that that is getting in the way of consistency. So number one, it's I don't have enough time to actually create these marketing campaigns um, so what can happen is you're working hard on on your your practice. You're you're in one of those lulls where you have you know uh, you, you don't have enough patients coming through. You do some work. You know what to do, right? Um, and you're able to produce some patients. You produce some success, but then you get too busy, um, either working on hiring people or working on other systems within your business or treating yourself. And then it kind of comes back down. So um, not having enough time to to create those campaigns um, is, is is difficult. And I'm going to skip to number three because a lot of the, the underlying cause of what people will say, the reason that they can't um, they can't create these campaigns, is because the systems are overly complex. They're not an expert in marketing um, or Uh, and, and, and they don't, you know, they, they don't have the time to, to figure it all out. There's a lot, a lot of new technology, a lot of things that can be done. Um, and it's really hard to connect it all. It's really hard to set it all up. And so they might feel overwhelmed. And even though, even if they have two hours on a Tuesday to get some stuff done, they're overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. And so they just, they just don't do it, um, or it falls off. Right. Then. Um, you know, number two uh here is 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 it it's unclear, you know, some people don't know what to do. Um, not just that that it's unclear what's working, what's not. Um, you know, you might invest in a lot of different things for your marketing. It's pretty hard to keep track of and you might not know what's actually working, or you might not know what to do um, in the first place. Like what are the things that are actually going to work to actually get you that next level of new patients to get it consistent what type of campaigns, what type of marketing to run. So um, would love to hear from you in the chat. If you could just type in the number, um, which one resonates with you the most, what problem are you facing? So I'm going to read through some of these. So we've got uh, a lot of people have been sharing their their challenges in here. We've got summer months in Arizona, January and February as well, Um, April and June. in Vancouver. Um, we've got winter. Ashley said winter. Um, I think Chad has a winter winter slow time as well. February and June, February and March. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk to you about how to remove that. seems like um, most of you guys are we've got a number two from Zachary and everyone else is in number three. the systems are overly complex. I'm glad you said that because I'm here to help with that. That's what I want that's what I want to talk about the
0: most. So hey, podcast listeners, when we make assumptions about others, it's not fair. In spite of that, I'm going to make an assumption about you. You have a growth mindset. You want to help more people. You want to leave a bigger impact, build a better practice. Am I close? If I'm right, then I have a unique offer I think you'll be interested in. But first, if you're a regular listener, you probably know it's brought to you by Breakthrough, the leading platform for practice growth. Breakthrough's mission is to help people in pain get back to normal, live healthier naturally. The best way to do this is by empowering private practice owners like you to grow your business through direct to consumer marketing. If you're a practice owner with a growth mindset, you'd benefit from a risk free consultation with a Breakthrough growth expert. You can go to getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer to take advantage of this opportunity. On that call, you'll learn the key principles of how practice owners are helping more people, creating a bigger impact, and leaving better and building better businesses with Breakthrough Systems. As an added bonus, the team at Breakthrough is giving a $50 gift card, $50 Amazon gift card, to any of the podcast listeners who attend the growth consultation. Sign up for your growth consultation and $50 gift card at getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Again, that's getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. They too. Hey, podcast listeners, when we make assumptions about others, it's just not fair. In spite of that, I'm going to make an assumption about you. You have a growth mindset. You want to help more people, leave a bigger impact, build a better practice. Am I close? If I'm right, then I have a unique offer that I think you'll be interested in. But first, if you're a regular listener, you probably know that this is brought to you by Breakthrough, the leading platform for private practice growth. Breakthrough's mission is to help people in pain get back to normal, live healthier and do it naturally. The best way to do this is by empowering private practice owners like you to grow your business through direct to consumer marketing. If you're a practice owner with a growth mindset, you'd benefit from a risk free consultation with a breakthrough growth expert. Go to getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer to take advantage of this unique opportunity. On that call, you'll learn the key principles of how practice owners are helping more people creating a a bigger impact and building better businesses with breakthrough systems. As an added bonus, the team at Breakthrough is giving a $50 Amazon gift card to any of the podcast listeners who attend this growth consultation. Sign up for your growth consultation, and $50 gift card at getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Again, that's getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Cool. So number
1: one, not enough time to create marketing campaigns. So I, I already kind of gotten into this, but specifically to get the campaigns right, you need to spend time. And it takes a lot of effort, right? Um, to do it right, you need to develop um, and and distribute content. Um, we all, and we're kind of skipping a step here, but we know that um, educating the market in order to uh, market direct to the consumer, the only way to produce uh, consistent results is to lead with uh, education, to teach the patient how PT or OT uh, or whatever it is that you might do um, helps to solve uh, their problem. A lot of patients out there are not aware that physical therapy or occupational therapy or, or um, behavioral therapy might be able to help them. They don't know, they don't even know that it could be a solution to their problem. So we need to lead with, with content. Um, and then we need to distribute it. So we need to set up the, the systems to, to email that content out. Build out the automation. We need to potentially run some paid advertising if if we have a practice where you know we're we're focused on our our patient list. And a lot of people are really good at marketing to their patient list, but then they they don't know how to grow that list and make it bigger by going out and, and into the community and actually doing that in a profitable way. It can be expensive and it's complicated. Um, hosting live events, managing social media, and the list goes on and on. So. There's, you You either might know what to do and how to do all those things, but you just don't have enough time um, or, or you don't know what to do. Um, yeah. Number two. So what does it mean to um, know what's going on and what's not, right? Um, well, y- you may be trying a lot of different things when it comes to marketing. You may not be trying a lot of different things. Um, Chad, I know has experience with like, like early in the early days of his practice where it was like the spray and pray method where you bought, you know, a billboard at the, at the local school football game, or, um, you, you tried out, um, some Facebook ads, or you tried out, um, sending some direct mail postcards. And then in the end, at the end of the year, when you go to look to see what worked, you have no idea because it wasn't kept track of. So, um, You know, the the complicated thing here is you've got all these different systems and all these different types of media, um, and it's hard to know which one works. Um, Yeah, it's hard to know which one works if you don't have a system to keep track of it all. Um, That's really it. And then the one that you guys talked about the most. So you can see an image on the right here. There are a lot of systems that are needed to get this right. To to be able to have the systems to attract patients and the tools, to have landing pages built out, um, to be able to follow up with patients through email and text message, even more important today, um, to have that all connected in one place, um, to be able to uh, follow up with all the leads so that they don't fall through or the patients that fall off your schedule to be able to, to know when to follow up with them if they did fall off your schedule um, and then the, to be able to do all this consistently, you need a lot of different systems. And this is just a, a list of a handful. There's even more out there. Um, and then they need to be integrated and put together in order to, and you guys all resonate with this. I think you've tried a lot of different things. Um, and uh, it, it's complicated. It's complicated to get it right. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of work and time that might go into getting it set up. And what I usually hear is, yeah, I spent hours and hours. I got this campaign set up. Um, I ran it once, and then you know I never did it again. Instead, I rely on just sending out some email blasts um, or doing some Facebook posts and boosting posts, leaving our phone number there, which is better than nothing. But um, if you're going to do that, you're really missing out on on the opportunity of um, doing it right, you know, and having all this stuff in place that's going to get you better results. So uh, everybody kind of knows that 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 this stuff is out there and that it can help them, and we can talk about each one and all the components and why. But um, yeah, these this these are these are the important systems, and it, it's complicated. It's a lot of work. Um, connecting these is is frustrating. Tad, you can add anything if you want.
0: Well, I, I want to ask you a question. So you get to see all these systems work in a ton of different industries, right? Um, what is what is the error? What is the most common error that you see? Healthcare private practice owners make. What what mistakes do we make? Because I I know like Infusionsoft, which I've tried to use and go through all the training. Um, same thing with Salesloft, Salesforce, HubSpot, ClickFunnels, ActiveCampaign. I, I know at first blush, they're not made for healthcare practice owners. They're made for all industries, but what are some of the, what are the, where do we go wrong as, as practice owners? What, what are we missing? I, I mean, an easy one is like, I, I just shared, I tried to go out and learn it to do it all myself and quickly realized that was,
1: yeah. Mistake. I mean, like the thing is like, you, the problem is that you're, it's an uphill battle. Like, because there, there, there isn't a system that, that actually makes it easy um, to do, like, if you're going to try to hook all these things together, um, you know, I, I can just talk about breakthrough. And with my experience, we have several full-time people on staff doing nothing but being administrators of these systems. So it, it needs, there needs to be something simplified. Um, so to go and try to learn to hook it all together yourself is really a waste of time when you should be focused on um, patient care and you know, maximizing the utilization of your personnel and space and scaling your practice um, and and finding something that that can can do this for you. Um, the other mistake is just re- resorting to sending an email blast or running a campaign every once in a while because, you can't figure out how to get the technology right. Um, and then probably the, the biggest one that people don't realize they're making is conversion. So not, a, not having any system in place for conversion um, and having just instead tons of spreadsheets or pieces of paper and sticky notes to keep track of leads that are coming into your system, people who are calling in um, and, and assuming that everybody who's calling in is actually showing up as a new patient. People have tons of, I would say, you know, I, yeah, of the 31 calls I did, only one person recognized it as a problem. And I'll tell you, it's, it's a problem for all 31 of them. Um, if you have, if you're managing, if you're ma- if you're currently managing um, leads in your business or patient inquiries, people calling in, in a spreadsheet or nothing, then you're, you're, you're flushing a lot of marketing money down the toilet. That's all I can say um yeah so that that's probably that's what i think the biggest problem is but most people here probably won't resonate with that yet um until they're they're having a system that, that like until it becomes visible to them right
0: yeah fair enough um kimberly has a great question uh for anybody else on this call if you do have a question we'll have uh, a q and a session here uh, in a minute uh pop that in the q and a tab kimberly you don't have to put it in two places i see it in the chat we'll get there in a minute. This is uh, Tony Sear. Tony was uh, Breakthrough Practice Owner of the Year here uh, a year or two ago. Uh, he's down in Florida, Kinetics PT. He and his wife, Melissa, um, longstanding private practice owners have a great growing practice. And Tony said it best, you know, if I can't fill my clinics, I can't hire, I can't grow, I can't increase uh, practice value. value, I can't scale without filling my clinics. And that's the you know that's what we're all facing, regardless of whether we have 600 square feet or 60,000 square feet in, in practice space.
1: All right. So now we're going to talk about how to get it right um, and solve these problems once and for all. So easiest, one of the easiest things that you can do is sit down and block out some time um, and create uh, a calendar to run campaigns on a consistent basis. What this is going to do and these, and and, 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 well, we'll talk about it later, but you have to run the right kind of campaigns as well. Um, so if you can block out a chunk of and create a calendar so that you can hold yourself accountable to it. Um, and then on that calendar, um, you know, have campaigns that are going to engage with your, your past and present patient list, your list of leads, um, and those campaigns should lead with patient education, be direct response, um, and uh, ultimately be, be driving consistent volume for you in your practice. Um, we have some examples of campaigns that work. Um, and then you're going to need a system to do this in. So you have to build out these campaigns um, and you want to make sure that you don't miss a date. You're, you're staying consistent. So I would recommend, you know, commit to one a month minimum um, and then, you know, get it done. And some examples, we have, you know, super simple things that you can do, like send a single question email out. That's probably, you know, the thing that I've taught to practice owners um, that that has had this, the most sim- success simply because it's so easy to do. Sending out an email with a question, um, surveying and asking patients if if they've experienced pain in their last month, uh, in the last month, and people will respond. And you through that dialogue can get patients. You could send something that's the the top three causes for lower back pain or the number one exercise for heel pain. You get the idea. I don't have the time to talk through how to create the right campaigns. Um, today, but um, this is a, a quick win, and you will get results from it. Um, for at, at Breakthrough, we know that uh, our conservative number that we can predict is that you should be able to generate at least one patient for every thousand people on your email list um, every time you run a campaign. Cool. Number two, track these metrics. Um, yeah, I mean you, these are these are the most basic of metrics, right? You want to be tracking new patients, total visits, gross revenue, um, and then your attendance rate. Um, when it comes to marketing, I would track more than that, but um, this is a th- this will give you these are your vitals, right, Chad? And like to, to keep track of these and not just to to look at one number, but to look at a trend over time is going to show you, um, you know where your slow months are and hopefully help you plan around it. Because what what we teach at Breakthrough or will help you with with our systems is to build campaigns that work super super well around your slow months so that they don't exist anymore. In fact, they might turn into your busiest times. Um, Chad, anything else you would uh, speak yeah, to on? Yeah, so this?
0: direct access patients, for example. Um, so regardless of what industry you're in within conservative healthcare, if you're on this call right now, that's essentially direct to consumer marketing that you're doing. So for example, there, yes, we track total new patients that come from our efforts there. However, we also attract everything from ad response. So that means they click on something um, the whole way to plan of care. And we, we have five other steps in there that we track um, as well that we measure, we look at. The key, the key metrics are really Uh, we're all in healthcare. So you can think about that as your vital metrics, right? Like heart rate, respiration rate, blood pressure, temperature, et cetera. Right. And then we, we go deeper into each area depending um, on what's going on. So if we, if our new patient trend is going down month to month or week to week, we'll then take a look and do a a deeper dive, a deeper breakdown, just as we would uh, when we're working with a patient.
1: Yeah, the last one is to get rid of the spreadsheets in the redundant systems. So if you're currently trying to run some marketing, and you're using MailChimp or campaign monitor or uh, keep Infusionsoft or HubSpot, you're using something else for landing pages like ClickFunnels, and you're using spreadsheets to keep track of of uh, potential patients who call you on the phone, who inquire through your website, who um, uh you know <clears throat> might uh you know follow you on social media or follow up with you or respond to an email um what you need to be able to do is to try to uh eliminate uh the spreadsheets and the redundant systems um and eliminate the complexity um by uh really focusing uh your 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 like doing all this in in one system um, yeah find one system that, that can, can manage everything that, that, that meets your needs. So, um, what that system is called, uh, is, is a patient demand platform. That's what, what you need. Um, you need a patient demand platform and what is it? It's really one system system that helps you, uh, consistently get more patients with less work, um, with less time. Um, and uh, what it's comprised of and what it needs to include. And if it doesn't include all these things, then you're missing missing a step in the process and things are going to start to fall off is it needs to give you the tools you need in order to consistently attract new patients um, with 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 little with less effort. Right. Um, so tools to help you uh, uh, with online advertising like landing pages um, and and nurture campaigns. Um, and uh, then you need it needs to be able to manage conversion for you, conversion systems. So that, that means lead management. So there needs to be a list of all the people who are currently interested right now and, and have raised their hand or responded to one of your campaigns. And it needs to make sure those people are followed up with, not once, but followed up with multiple times until, um, until you've exhausted the, 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 the limit of, of where you want to invest Um, in making that person a patient. So you need something to keep track of all these things so that they don't fall off. And I'm telling you more are falling off than you know. Um, You need email automation and two-way texting built into that um, so that you can more easily uh, communicate with these people. It's fast, it's simple, and it's uh, effective. um, And it's not wasting too much of your team members or yourself, uh, your own time. Um, and then last but certainly not least, in order to continue to improve, you really need measurement. You need tools to help you measure what campaigns worked, what different types of advertising worked, what did not. And so you can eliminate what didn't work and improve upon uh, the ones that are working and invest more in those so that you can continue to have a consistent flow. Most importantly, you also what also fits within measure is is accountability. So um, the system should also be uh, helping you to hold yourself and your team accountable to the things that actually bring patients in the door in a consistent way so that you can go look and see, oh, these things didn't get done. And because these things didn't get done, that's why we're starting to see a dip in, in leads or leading metrics to what will, what will be new patients down
0: the road. Yeah, so I I saw Denise Rhodes uh, put a comment in the chat, and Denise, you you shared, you're talking about a specific platform many in the mental health industry use, not enough calls coming in. So this is pretty typical with all of healthcare, either the software solutions that are available to us um, and the patient demand components, um, they'll, they'll typically leave something else so in that case the platform you're talking about it sounds like they don't have uh, sufficient attraction uh, in place and really what you're looking for as a practice owner is to line up exactly what Carl just went over the attraction with the conversion with no loss or leakage there and then that you're able to measure everything end to end from the second that person clicks on or responds to the ad the whole way through to the sign up for a plan of care, and ultimately even farther to where they become a reactivated patient um, uh, for the second time around or third time around, whatever they may need, and they're referring other people to you with word of mouth referrals. And you should be able to see all of that um, and and see that whole process and be able to diagnosis and you should have control over that entire process.
1: Yeah, so this is just a few. So, so we've we've built our own system here um, at Breakthrough that 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 is a patient demand platform. And these are just some high level screenshots of what it is and does. Ultimately, you have tools you need to attract. This is a calendar. You can see you're able to schedule campaigns on here. Um, and in this case, it's a back pain workshop. It could be anything. So these campaigns are. Created using best practices. You just go in here and schedule them. And then you can see there's a little task list on the right um, that makes sure you or your team is executing the right things so that there's no guesswork. And so that something happens each month and each each month that, that thing is a success um, and gives you the best chance of 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 continuing to to grow and hit the hit the new patient numbers that you need. Um, Next, um, well, we skipped the conversion system. If you wanna see that, you'll have to talk to somebody on our team, Um, but that's totally fine. Um, This is really a a report on the conversion system. And what this shows is how many of the follow-ups are being completed and how many of the actions are being completed. So you as a manager or your team member can see this and see how well they're performing. Um, And you you can predict uh, how well your, your result is going to be based on, you have a certain number of leads in, I'm only doing 60% of, you know, what needs to be done in, in order to get the best result. Um, how can I do better? I can do more of those tasks and I can complete more of those tasks on a regular basis. um, yeah. And this is this is really important. And in this screen, it shows you know just an example of how you might be able to keep track of your marketing and what's working and what's not. So this shows at a high level, oh, I'm converting one in 10 leads to a plan of care. I had this many people register for workshops in this case. And if you were scrolling down on the screen, which you can't see here, you can see all the campaigns that ever took place um, over the course of that period of time that you're looking at and see, you know, which ones actually resulted in, in patients. And you can do this over the course of a year or, or a, a quarter, or even, you know, three years. So you can repeat the things that worked.
0: Yeah, and this is, uh, Joe and Kathy Scarpedo are a couple of practice owner that, uh, we worked with, began working with a few years ago, um, they had had an offer to sell their practice. And uh, then we started working together. They had a huge increase, uh, more than double the the value of their practice and doubled the value of their offer. And they were able to exit. They're both uh, happily retired now. I believe they bought their dream beach house as well. Um, but it was all from putting a, an end-to-end system in for controlling and gaining consistency over their their new patient flow. So there should be a poll uh, popping up on your screen right now. You want to take a look at that. Um, You know, do you want to learn more about the the patient demand software that Carl was talking about and how it can help you get more patients with less effort and less time? Respond yes uh, in the poll and our team, when you click yes, our team will be in touch with you to schedule a demonstration, the walk, the walk you through exactly what this looks like for your practice in the area that you're in and how you're going to have more attraction, more patience, uh, responding to your marketing, uh, more conversion, more solid conversion and how you're going to be in control. And you're going to see, um, you know, you're going to be able to measure end to end marketing success that you're, that you're having, regardless of how you're advertising your private practice. and we are going to leave that poll up here for a few more seconds um in the meantime any questions that you have make sure you pop those in uh, to the q a tab here for carl uh i'd yeah really good opportunity for you to ask um any questions that you might have with regards to marketing with regards to software systems um related to marketing etc so kimberly asked Carl, I feel like uh, the price for these systems, and I assume that's like HubSpot, HubSpot Salesforce, et cetera, uh, are not cost efficient for private practice in general as well. What is your input on that?
1: Um, we have to look at it in terms of a return on investment, right? Um, so, you know, I, I think it depends on your practice. Um, the complexity of the system you need, you know, increases as, as your practice gets bigger. Um, but, but cost is not something like you want to look at it as an investment. And is that investment, that tool able to um, help you um, get where you're trying to go? So, I mean, the way I would look at it and, and, and uh, consider uh, looking at systems like this is how much is it costing you to not have it? right um how much it, and how much is it going like what is your goal in terms of your practice um in terms of revenue um how many new patients do you need in order to hit that goal what would it do for you if you were able to uh have something to con, to like control your your new patient flow consistently um think about what that would do for you and and you really just need to look at um, the return. Um, and if it's going to provide that return, then, um, it's something you should consider at least consider. Right. Um, if it's, if it's not, uh, then you shouldn't, but it's, you know, in, in the end, um, it just comes down to the math of figuring out like, will it, will it provide the return it's supposed to? Um, yeah. And at Breakthrough, we make it pretty easy. Um, we try to make it easy. Uh, we wanna stand behind what we do. Um, so with our platform, we actually do uh, guarantee uh, a, a return.
0: Um, Denise asks cost.
1: I mean, it dep- it's, it's pretty hard to answer that. It depends, I mean, Breakthrough, we have three different um, things we can do with you. Um, and it depends on the size of your practice. Um, so if you're, if you're interested in, in, in learning more and seeing what it would look like, uh, for you, um, then I would recommend answering yes to, to the poll and having one of our team members walk through that with you in, in a little more detail so that we can see what makes sense for you. Um, it won't be too long to be able to do that. It won't take up too much of your time and you'll definitely learn a lot in the process regardless.
0: Yeah. It looks like, uh, Denise's in psychology, mental health. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably going to stick my foot in my mouth, uh, on, on this one, but I'm, I'm guessing that ends up being a call with you or I.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I have, I have spoken with some people in that market, um, before, um, that are on a a pretty big, a bigger practice out of uh, Boulder, Colorado. Um, But yeah, it it might be interesting for us to talk with with you, Denise.
0: Ashley, um, it's a question for me. What's your most effective marketing strategy for your clinic? Also, what are you or your agency doing versus what does Breakthrough do for you? Um, So just to be very clear, um, I'm part of Breakthrough. Carl and I are the founders of Breakthrough here. Um, the so most effective was the first question. There's there's no magic bullet, Ashley. So we, we don't just do one thing. And but when we go into a new market, which is probably the easiest way for me to answer this for you. So the last clinic that we opened up, which was Hershey, April first a year ago, about a at clinics a year old, were in. 1800 square feet there. I think this week we had 172 visits scheduled. So we're out of space. Um, We have a waiting list, everything else. What did we do to go in there? So we did um, two types of advertising. One was offline. We just found a little, you know, weekly mailer. Uh, We want to be in the mailbox in the clinics that we're at. We're in central Pennsylvania. We're a little bit behind the times here. So we like to be in the mailbox. Uh, we have a print ad series that has worked really well for us. We do print ads um, in the weekly coupon clipper type uh, that hits the mailboxes. The second thing that we did with breakthrough is we do the online advertising. So that's Facebook, Instagram, Google, etc. Um, we go into an area, we completely flood it. We make sure the therapist schedules are full right away. And our goal that is that once we start writing that. Uh, lease check, that we fill up that space as as quickly as possible. Across the board with any private practice, your your two biggest areas of loss, so most of us are on paper-thin margins. The two biggest areas for loss are underutilized uh, clinical schedule, so clinician schedule, and underutilized space. So we just try to mitigate that as quickly as possible, and if we're going to be writing a you know, $2,000 to $20,000 check, depending on the size of the space. We want that space to be filled um, as quickly as possible. So we do that. Once we accomplish that, then we start adding on additional um, types of marketing as well. But we include, you know, now that Hershey has a um, couple hundred people on their patient list, now they all those people, you know, receive some sort of uh, patient marketing. Uh, via email and direct mail every single month. Um, we also do partner workshops, which is another part of the platform that I don't think we really have time to go into here. But we're basically providing values uh, to other businesses um, in the area and we get referrals out of that. So most effective is uh, kind of an umbrella, but we start with online and offline. What are we doing? So everything that Carl showed here is what Breakthrough can do for um, for a practice in an area where we're not um, doing something specific. We provide the information so that you can get it done and have it done right. Is that fair, Carl?
1: I mean, there's a lot more that that we do um, that 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 we didn't go over here. I mean, if I I we focus on patient demand we have software that helps with that I showed that we also have some services that will uh help you to to do some of the advertising for you if you wanted to be able to do it um you know we're doing all that with Madden um yeah um what's the most effective marketing strategy is a tough one to answer I mean if I were to answer it as an outsider for chat it's First and foremost, you know, if I'm a small practice, it's gonna be doing the right types of campaigns to your past patient list if you have one. Second, for 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 Chad, I mean, that's built the practice over time is workshops. I mean, really, right? Like it's hard to argue with that.
0: Yeah, they I mean, we want an educated patient. So whether they're cold or It's tremendous goodwill for our past patient list as well. And we've been doing workshops now for 21 years um, in some form and just have really ramped it up over the last 10 to 15. Uh, But yeah, patient education is huge, providing value there. So Sherry uh, says my practice has truly been very tiny, uh, one to two days per week as a professor in DPT. Uh, who has taught neuro content for uh, the last many years. My practice was perfect for one day per week allowed in my teaching week. I am investigating ways to possibly take the leap to build a sustainable practice in my area of specialty, facial retraining, vestibular rehab. So sounds like Sherry, you have um, potentially three different things going on there. We we have faculty members here on our staff as well that get four weeks or four days a week of uh, professor time. And then One day a week of clinical time Um, if you're talking about building a sustainable practice it sounds like if you're offering that training to other clinicians that's one possible initiative the other one is your clinical practice if you're going to grow and expand that um, that would be a second initiative the third one is remaining a professor um, or not i can tell you that from a private practice standpoint um, it requires commitment i haven't seen done yet although i'm sure there's an outlier of somebody who wanted to grow and expand in private practice um but they were doing uh like a toe in the water testing the waters um and seeing if it it took off it requires commitment because you're going to have to go through and learn you know personnel and marketing finance etc um and uh we just make sure that anytime we're working with an owner um or a director that they're they're fully committed to um that space right so i'm not sure so sherry's follow-up was do you have a program fit for a very small practice
1: i think it depends on where you want to take it like if if it's going to if it's going to continue to be more of like a one day a week thing if you're if you're looking to get it to i don't know you know at least like a full schedule of one to two two clinicians then i would say yeah but um if it's going to be
0: less than that i would say probably not yeah the word that's coming to mind for me is if you have like a side hustle i didn't want to call it that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh then that that's what it remain it, it's not yeah. too derogatory but uh i mean we've all done that at some point right but uh yeah
1: i mean if you want it to be your full-time work then that's what that's what we're known for you know i mean um one of the things you know we, we we've we've taken a lot of practices who've started with with nothing um uh, or prac clinicians who've started with nothing and built them up to um yeah good sized practices yep and we do have
0: uh neuro Yeah.
1: Yeah, we have some some specialty there.
0: Yeah. So Denise asked, uh, just myself one day a week, looking to build a full time. So that's this different than, oh, yeah, Sherry and Denise, two different. Uh, continuous leads to sustain ongoing business. Okay. Um, and we've got a laugh out of the side hustle. Um, any other questions for Carl in our few remaining minutes here? around attraction, uh, attracting more new patients into your practice, more plans of care, around conversion um, and saving time and getting out of spreadsheets or around uh, measuring measuring your effectiveness um, in marketing and how to think through that. Any other questions, type them in the Q&A tab. I don't see any other questions coming in, Carl. Um okay. Yes, I do. Okay, we got two more. Um Ashley, what content has been most helpful for marketing? The So it's a,
1: it's a big question.
0: Yeah, Ashley <laughs> Ashley's trying to stump me here. So very, and I mean, I'll go back to the, um, Carl and I did a workshop back in 2015 in San Diego. And the, the entire, the big premise of the workshop was always deliver value. So if you think about regardless of, and I'm trying to give an answer that is inclusive of all clinicians here. So if you find yourself in, as a clinician, answering the same questions all the time, So the one that we used to get all the time, which was, you know, uh, I'm done with my therapy for back pain. This is my, I'm graduating today of discharge, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not going to do 20 exercises the rest of my life. What are the three that I should focus on? And I answered that question many times. And finally, I just ended up filming a video. That video went viral. Um, I think it's up over 4.5 million views now on YouTube, but like you, that that is what you should focus on so if you if it's delivering value to one person just record a short video and put it out there for other people that are suffering with um, that problem and you can use it on all social platforms so if you're doing it in video format which is what i prefer then you can put it on facebook instagram youtube um, on your website you can use it in your email campaigns etc so when you're talking about content Ashley, i think that's what you're talking about um the other thing is it should align with who your target customer is who you're trying to attract so you want to think about in other webinars we've talked about market message media match um whoever your target market is whoever you're trying to attract you should be posting your content in formats that they normally consume in ways that they normally consume it so if my target market is 73 years old, I'm not going to go on TikTok, for example, uh, unless I'm wrong and 73-year-olds are on TikTok right now. But uh, the, y- yeah, so the same thing if I'm trying to attract uh, you know, 16-year-old baseball players, I'm not going to worry about being in the mailbox because they're never going to see it, right? So y- you want to always align your content and the media that you're choosing with the market that you're trying to reach and how and be empathetic to be understanding of how they consume marketing content. Denise, uh, workshops done on what platform email to attract then.
1: We do it in a bunch of different ways, Denise. Um, you know, I think the, the simplest is, is what you said is start by sending an email to attract people. Um, and then, you know, Workshops, you know, will will drive them to a landing page where they can register. Um, once they register, the person's name and information goes into the system to be followed up with. Um, they get dripped out some content, and then um, we're driving them to an in-person workshop usually. Um, we've done online workshops as well. so so virtual workshops over Zoom, so you can do either. but Um, I think what's, what's converted the best has been, um, in-person workshops. Um, after, after promoting with email, you know, typically you're going to want to experiment with other things like promoting through, um, you know, social media and through partners and eventually some, some online ads as well.
0: Yeah. Denise, I'm not sure if she completed her thought there, but um, the next thing around conversion is depending on how you do attract them, whether it would be email or one of the other online advertising that Carl talked about. Conversion is ultimately at some point with any marketing that you do, you have to have some sort of human interaction, human to human interaction. So that can be augmented with automation, which um Carl and the team do here at Breakthrough, Um, but, you know, you have to ask the person if they're registering for a shoulder workshop, what's going on with their shoulder. And there is a, we have training and automation around how to, how to complete that to, um, to help the person go from ad responder the whole way through to workshop attendee and plan of care. Awesome. So, uh, I don't see any other questions. I believe we're caught up there. How about some love for Carl uh, in the the chat box? That would be great. Um, and for and, and for you, okay. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and Andrea, and yep, yeah, Andrea for hosting these. Um, would love to know from you if you're if you have another minute or two. What was the uh, most powerful thing? What was the thing that resonated with you the most? Um, that stood out the most, your biggest win or biggest takeaway um, in our time together here. If you could post that in the chat, that would be extremely helpful. Got a couple of uh, good stuff and thank you. Thank you, everybody, for putting the work in. Appreciate it. Any big wins or takeaways, please put those in the chat. Otherwise, Andrea, Carl, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. We're doing this. Thanks, Chad and
1: Carl. And thank you, everyone, for joining. This has been great.
0: Remember to visit GetBreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.